right, episode five. Uh, so with last week being the Poison Ivy episode, I just wanted to give a quick update. Uh, over the last seven days or so, Poison Ivy has really begun to subside. The fight's not over. I'm still fighting that fight. Uh, but I'm really beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel with the Poison Ivy. It's for right now. It's a yearly thing. It'll come back. But I do want to say that for all the people that came up to me in my real life uh, and just said, hey, like, you got to try this. You got to try that. Uh, it was really cool to see who's listening to the podcast and who isn't. I'm just kidding. It was really helpful to have some people offer some advice for the Poison Ivy. I appreciate that. So the other day I was talking to my brother and another friend of ours about adding the phrase, it's an inside joke you wouldn't understand at the end of other people's stories, or I guess even my own. And I said this in regards to when I was going to Washington, D.C. with the eighth graders from school, uh, because honestly, one of the only ways to kind of amuse myself while I'm with all those kids is what I like to call live action wordplay. And of course, an example of this is, you know, a student would come up to me and ask, yo, Mr. D, when's lunch? And I, of course, would say something along the lines of right after the White House uh, in a tone that what they would find confusing. And while I gave them the answer, they wouldn't necessarily have uh, an understanding look on their faces. So I would always follow it with as an inside joke you uh, you wouldn't understand. Um, I decided to take it even further where now amongst my peers, since that's something they would catch on to really fast, I would make it even a touch more absurd by adding at the end of other people's sentences, just any number of classic colloquialisms. You know, I'm talking about things like what goes up must come down. And you know, the grass is not always greener. Now I did this at a family party on Saturday and you know, I'm starting slow, you know, popping things in after other people's stories about their jobs or whatever. You know, by, by the end of the night, I'm adding things to almost everything. Like, for example, uh, I remember at one point my sister yelling, Hey, is anyone going to eat more pasta salad if I leave it out? And I'm like, well, you know, you pave paradise and uh, you put up a parking lot. And, you know, at a certain point, it for sure crossed into more of like, a, you know, like a societal experiment. And the results were clear. Uh, people no longer found talking to me enjoyable. In other news, uh, Soph just started doing the laundry downstairs, and uh, I can hear it. I wonder if you can also hear it on the podcast. But, you know, I believe there is truth in storytelling, so I'm going to leave it in. Anyway, let's talk about hypocrisy. Now, there shouldn't be too many things in life that are okay for me, uh, but not for thee, because uh, that would be the definition of hypocrisy. But I think it'd be remiss uh, if I didn't hypocritically think that at least a few things in life should be, you know? And one thing I do believe this to be true for is winking. I hate when people wink at me, especially strangers. Uh, unfortunately, I find that there is a very specific correlation between how much a person winks and how off-putting I find them. However, and unfortunately, there is also a correlation in how much I imbibe and how much I uh, start to wink. So, I don't know what it is, but just it's something that just seems so right in the moment. Like, now that I've had five beers, this is the time that I want people to know that the fact that you just told me there's already a line for the bathroom and I need to get to the back of it, that'll be just our little secret. Anyway, I also just got into a pair of brand new transition lenses. You know, they are glasses. They are sunglasses. They do it all. And I love them as glasses and I love them as sunglasses, but I absolutely despise that middle period where I've just come in from outside and I am very much both at the beginning of that period, still wearing sunglasses, but inside, because they are my glasses. And then the next 10 minutes, when they are transitioning through that gray thing to them being regular glasses again. I often feel like people are looking at me like, who's this piece of garbage wearing gloss, you know, sunglasses inside? Slash, why can I see this guy's eyes 
through these sunglasses. It's really weird. The whole middle period is weird. And I spent like a half an hour complaining about them to a coworker at a uh, you know a retirement party last week. And he listened and he listened and he was polite and he didn't have to be. But at the end of it, he gave me this great, awesome, reflective sentence. He looked right at me and he said, in times of great struggle, like with what you're dealing with, with your transition lenses, Andy, I look to a great quote by the great Counting Crows slash Joni Mitchell. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. You pave paradise, you put up a parking lot. All right, now that I've released five episodes of Andy's Briefs, uh, I'm hoping that I can get some help from people that have enjoyed it. So if you've enjoyed Andy's Briefs, or if you, you know, you like one episode specifically, just text it to somebody. You know, just take the link, share it with somebody. I think you can probably do it in the app you're listening to. Uh, If you like it, pass it on. Mm -hmm.